Welcome everybody, High Pollutant Ski Bum Podcast, episode number 74. It is your pals Mario and Brian. Mario, what's going on? Not much. We're in the airport waiting to go home after our big trip from Whistler so, uh, and Seattle. So we're talk here in the airport as we uh, get ready to board. Yeah, we're getting ready to board. There's some Christmas music playing. I just partook in a recreational legal brownie that was from uh, actually Frank's Bean of the Week. So thank, thank you, Frank, for the uh, brownie bite. Nick. So yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Uh, check us out. All the information skibonpodcast.com. It's on Twitter, twitter.com slash skibonpodcast, facebook.com slash skibonpodcast, instagram.com slash skibonpodcast, and on Pinterest as high for details. So this week's going to be a little different. We're not going to have our news and a lot of our other things. Uh, we're just going to kind of start recapping about the trip. It's just a nice little summary, brief one for everybody, just to let, let everybody know what happened and uh, highlights uh, from the whistle. Yeah, and hopefully you guys were checking us out on social media because we did post uh, a lot of cool pics and videos and some of our triumphs and failures. And it, was a, it was a great trip overall. A lot of good stuff, yeah. Yeah. All right, so where are we going to start off first? So first off, let's talk about... Uh, Whistle Blackcomb. So this is your first time there. Yeah. So what did you think of the mountain? It was great. The mountain was huge. It was uh, it was like having two or three skiers put into one uh, with the size of it. And it was sunny every day. We got lucky with the weather from what I hear, but since it was my first time going, Whistler is a very sunny place. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because it was super sunny. It was nice. And unfortunately, we had to leave just as the big snow was rolling in yeah. because we had this flight to catch and we didn't want to get trapped up there. And because it was Christmas week, the rates were changing to like $600 a night. So we did what we had to do. Yeah, and we couldn't even go any local places in Seattle because the weather was so uh, snowy that it would have been tough to get in and out. And unfortunately, it turned to rain, too. So yeah. We were trying to get to Crystal or Stevens or Alcantara, but uh, fortunately, it did not happen. And maybe that was just the way it needed to be. And we had a great time in Whistler, though. We had a great time in Whistler. Uh, yeah, it was super cold while we were up there. Yeah, if anybody had been seeing our, our feet... Uh, it was, I think the low, the lowest day was what, 8 degrees, and the highest day was maybe 20. 2022, yeah, it was really not that warm. It was pretty cold, yeah. But the good thing was, it was sunny, and it was not windy, yeah. so that made it, for, uh, made it a lot more pleasant. So yeah, so it was my second time there, and the first time that I was there, I was there for a week, and we saw the sun for 10 whole minutes. So to see it sunny for as long as we did was so cool. Because it's the views you have, the snow caps, uh, the mountain peaks, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it was so, so nice. Yeah, I gotta say, and we skied, um, most of the time we skied was probably on the Whistler side. I mean, on the Black Oak side, sorry. Yeah. Um, and then we did go over the Whistler side, uh, they opened up. A new part that hadn't been open all year, the amphitheater. Symphony, yeah, Symphony yeah, Amphitheater. Which was freaking awesome. So that whole area over there was, was great. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. Did that, uh, so that opened up, I think, Wednesday afternoon. We were there for, for Thursday afternoon. We were there first thing Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got out there early Friday. That's what it was. Early Friday. First thing yeah. in the morning, Friday, we went out there. Uh, went over there, boot packed up. 
Yeah, we had a serious boot pack up to the flute bowl. About a 40 minute hike. Probably. Um, all the way up to the flute bowl. And then we dropped into a very nice, uh, very steep chute. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. A lot of powder. We found fresh powder. Yeah. So this is about two feet of powder when we were going through. Yeah. Uh, it was really nice. It was a little bit scary. I gotta be honest. Yeah. Uh, after I dropped in, I was like, "Oh my god, there's a ton of snow, and oh my god, my legs are killing from this stupid 40-minute hike, which we should have taken a little bit longer of a break before we started." Yeah, it was definitely uh, definitely get got gassed out doing it, but stopped a bunch of times. And it was great, great powder. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was. Um, I think we posted a picture of it, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I posted football. I think I have that on the uh, GoPro, which I didn't download yet. Okay. So I'm going to get those out because I, I use that mainly. Um, all the other stuff we did was off the iPhone. So. Okay, right. Yes, yeah, so we had a bunch of really cool you know, photos and videos that we're still looking through. So, you know, over the week of Christmas and the New Year, we'll start posting more of that stuff. Like, but I think the flute. The football was the, the highlight for me. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Because that was great. I mean, it was, a, it was a big hike. We're out there in the middle of nowhere. Nobody was around. There was a few people around. But we dropped into a nice uh, shoot and got fresh on track Yeah. It was, it was pretty impressive. That's cool. My favorite, my favorite highlight was probably the first or second day we hiked up to the black home the T-bar Packed up again to the area near Spanky. But I think when you look at it on the map, it says it's a like restricted area, like a closed off area. Permanently closed area. Permanently closed. I mean, there was a, it was a very treacherous, tight hike up. And then there was at the top, it was you had a very small area to put your skis back on, get ready and go. Because the other side was just a freaking rocky cliff. Well, we hiked up the left side of the spine. Yeah. And the right side was just a, a sheer rock cliff that dropped off forever. And, uh, forever. <laughs> by the time we got up to the top, like you said, there was a little place to put on your skis and really be careful. Yeah. Uh, and then we went down from there. Which we got some nice turns in there, too. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was probably my favorite one. Now that's what I uh, put on Instagram. There's a video out there uh, looking from the top. Yeah, that was awesome. That video, so, because yeah, it showed the whole scene. You know what you can see in front of you, the view, but also the little trail hiking up. And you really can't tell how steep it was. <laughs> I think it's the video, but it was it was steep. It was significant. Yeah. So that that was great. Those are two good uh, points. After the football, which was nice, we actually hit into some blades. We did blades for a little bit, <clears throat> so that was nice. Those were cool. Um, I like the glades over on Blackhawk. The Arthur's Arthur's place or Arthur's choice. Yeah, we did them that one time. Those were fun. Yeah, they were. Fun. Those were really nice. Gotta say, anybody going out there, just be a little bit careful because there are cliffs that aren't very really well marked and are just on the run. Yeah, there was a bunch of, if you went a little bit off-piste, actually, even a lot of them were on-piste, you just, uh, all of a sudden, if you make that wrong turn, you're dropping down a 20-foot cliff, which, you know, if you had a ton of powder, wouldn't be that big of a deal, but it was it was a little, getting a little cementy up there, a little hard back, because it was so cold. But uh, we still found plenty of places with some great fresh snow, and uh, it, was, it was a hell of a trip. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, so those were some of our, our highlights. And then, even you know, even some of the on-piece stuff is just 
blast. I mean, the one from like Dave Murray down on the Whistler side, that was the Olympic one. Uh, it's just, it's a black boomer, but you could just bomb down. I think it can really get some serious speed. And that was, uh, that was a fun run as well. Yeah, it was good. I mean, they had almost the whole resort open, so we had free run of everything. Yeah, the Symphony Bowl was, was definitely awesome. And it was funny, too, how everybody kind of got bored of it, too, because we made sure we got there early that morning. And as soon as like, we did one run and went back up, you see there was like five times the amount of people. Yeah. So, you know, the word gets out that you know, new stuff is opening up, people get out there and uh, track it out. So, and it was a little track even before the day started because people had packed the day before. Uh, where the lifts weren't running, they actually, some people skinned and packed over there. And uh, yeah. they got some first tracks on it, probably when they shouldn't have been, but. I don't think there was avalanche, uh, high avalanche. Uh, no, there hasn't been that much snow in the, the past week. Yeah, so there, there really wasn't too much. Too we much had our backcountry gear. We went out. It was pretty good. Yeah. But, um, and then uh, trying to think. <clears throat> so skiing was phenomenal. Weather was great. Uh, and then uh, basically we had pretty good outdoor ski places to go to. Yeah, our hotel was cool. Yeah, some of the. Uh, the Apri places got the you know highlights for us. We hit the uh, Garibaldi Lift Company, and they have a pretty good beer selection, but they also have a awesome French dip sandwich that comes with bacon and waffle fries. Yeah. And after the one day we did a bunch of hiking and you know, pretty hardcore skiing. We were just drink, and I know I just completely whiffed down that sandwich. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah good beer selection. Uh, some local brews on tap. Yeah, anything from the Whistler Brewing Company was pretty good. Uh, one of the best ones was the, the Chestnut Ale that we found in a few places. Yeah. And uh, they also had a, they had an IPA in Lost Lake that we picked up. That was pretty good, too. Yeah, they had one out of Vancouver. It was Steamship or the uh, Citrus IPA. Really that good. was really good, too. That was from, we got that at the Keg. Yeah. The Keg was a good upgrade place, too. That was good, yeah. Good for dinner as well. Uh, Millstone. I think it's called Millstone? Millstone went a few times. Yeah, that was on the like, Upper Village Blackcomb side. Yeah. That was a little bit fancier. So they had a, uh, a Red River Belgium. That was like an 11%. And it was really good. We were there a couple times. Had a bunch of those. Yeah. Uh, didn't really, didn't hit as hard as eleven percent or you think it would, but uh, it was just really tasty. Yeah. And good food there. Great fish tacos. We had good wings there because uh, we asked them to do them uh, just with a dry rub. Yeah, dry. naked wings. And they came out really good. So uh, that was nice. That's one of the tricks. If you go there, you want to talk to them about making that. Uh, it's not on the menu. Yeah. That was really good. And then, um, where else was Oh, we also got uh, waffles at the top of the mountain. Through. There's a waffle hut up there. Yeah, that's on the Black Pump side as well. Yeah. Uh, I forget what lift it is. It's moving my phone to record this. I don't think I can go into the app. It was on the Whistler side, and they had waffles with uh, cream Harmony, and berries. Harmony Cabin, maybe? Uh, but yeah, the waffles were dynamite. They had nice crispy waffles. They had chocolate, syrup, whipped cream on them, and bacon. And 
one thing is Canadians, they don't really make their bacon the way we do. They tend to make it, they boil it, what? It's not crispy like we tend to do in the States. So, but you know what? They're so super nice there. If you're interested, if you want, if you want it crispy, they'll take care of it. Crisp it up for you. So, crisp it up. Crisp it up. Definitely on the black top side. Yeah, and it was near the top. It's near the top. It's like uh, New Jersey cream. Yes, right over there. Yeah. So yeah, we'll put it in the show notes when we figure it out. But it's, it's great waffles there. And, um, yeah, it's just a, it's a great mountain, and you know, it's a the one thing about it that I don't love is that obviously there's a lot of tourists that come in there. A lot of you know. Small and Christmas week is always a little funky too. But it's like in the village, there's a lot of people just hanging out. Get really the mountain is, is a hardcore ski mountain, but it seems like the village is just it's almost like if you had a ski mountain in a mall. You know, something a lot of people just kind of hanging out, shopping. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's all restaurants and stores, really. Yeah, it's just uh, we do have a movie theater. It's not as hardcore of like a ski village is yeah it's gonna be like a tell your eye Jack I mean Jackson's kind of I guess the same not, not nearly to the same degree but. yeah it's a little different because it's a resort town it exists because of the resort it's not a town that has ski yeah it's like a. I just feel like it's like a mall at the base of the mountain yeah uh, a lot to do there um so they do have a lot of great facilities so they had a really big uh, supermarket and IGA and then they had uh, another market, which was a little smaller, a little more gourmet. And they had DVD rentals. <laughs> DVD rentals. <laughs> As they made sure everyone knew. Uh, they had, like, two liquor stores. So they, they had enough in town to, like, if you needed, like, supplies, they had everything there. Yeah, that, that's one of the best features of it is that you don't have to get in the car and go anywhere. Yeah. Everything. You park right that there. car and you're not moving it. Tons of restaurants, coffee shops, bars, ski rest shops, everything. Ice skating rink, bobsled track, they got it all there. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, and it was good. So when we went, we rented uh, right from a place that was in our hotel. And um, we wound up really like, I think both of us had the Soul Sevens. Yeah, it was uh, last year's Rosin. Rosin Soul Sevens. Sevens. Yeah. Uh, really good, especially for some of the conditions we had. They were fat enough, but not too fat. Yeah. And I somehow yeah. broke the rail on mine. Yeah, that was on Instagram too. You put that. Not sure how I pulled that off. I think I may have scraped over a rock or something. We went over a lot of rocks that day. Yeah, that was a bad one. Yeah, it was bad. So, moral of the story, always get the insurance if you're renting skis. That's right. It's worth five bucks a day, Canadian, which was five about bucks a day something to us. Ends up being like $1.50. So, <laughs> um, and then we got lucky with our rentals. They we sweet talked them. They gave us a discount. Um, They're fans of the podcast. Yeah, they gave us a discount, so we got a, a really good deal on some skis for the four days of ski. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was, it was an overall great experience. And then one last highlight: just before we left, we decided to get uh, new boots. No, God, we did. So we got uh, new new boots to go uh, hike and ski. So we didn't just get the boots. We went freaking surefoot and got the freaking creme de la creme boot experience. Now we mentioned oh, it. Did we? 
how we did. We went. Uh, we talked about it last week on the podcast as one of our Steve news stories. Memory foam sure fit, and uh, yeah, we went in there and we went through the whole process. It takes probably about two hours, two two and a half. It depends how busy they are. Depends how busy they are. Depends how much work you need to your boots. Uh, I needed to see. Apparently, my I have a very high volume foot, so uh, based on that and the width of my foot, I have a wide foot. I needed. A Langer, my new fit me best. And I ended up going with the, it's the XT130 free rides. They're like the super neon green ones. And they uh, went through the whole injection process. They do, I mean, the work these guys do to get you in those boots, it's pretty cool. They pull out the liner, they put your foot in there, they, pull, and they test it all over the place, they find out where they have to, you know, stamp out the boots to make them comfortable. Um, I mean, it's a whole process, but. The, it makes you feel like they, they really know what they're doing, obviously. Um, and then the injection part is really different because you get into the boot and they pump this, you know, the ejection foam, foam into it. chemical foam process that starts expanding and, and injects into the boot. It's almost like it's strangling your foot. And you have to like, you're on this, you know, little angle, this little incline, and there's bars next to it. You have to pull yourself, you know, as far down to the ground as you can. Make sure you get the best fit, get the boot. And it takes about, I think, 10 minutes to do that, and it's got to cool down. Um, but, yeah, what a difference in feel. So, unfortunately, we decided to do it after we skied, not while we got, when we first got there. It's probably a stupid thing, but... Well, there was the problem of wanting to get drinks after we skied. That usually kind of fit into that plan. And the fact that cannabis is pretty decriminalized there, too. Yeah. That played into it as well. But, you know, we got our boots. It was, uh, got a good fit. Got a, we wound up getting a good deal overall because... Because the Canadian dollar is weak right now against the U.S. dollar, it's basically like everything is thirty percent off. Yeah, so. the, uh, it's the same price dollar wise. I mean, if you look at the price, if it's seven ninety nine U.S., it's going to be seven ninety nine Canadian. And if you're getting a dollar thirty Canadian to a U.S. dollar, yeah, you're more or less getting thirty percent off. Yeah. So you know, I, I was in a ton of pain in my boots the last couple of days, and I knew I had to do something, and I could have just bought boots and, and dealt with the regular stock liner, but I was like, you know what, forget it, let's just do it right, let's just go crazy and see what happens, and yeah, I haven't skied in them yet, but they were super comfortable in the shop, and they have a lifetime warranty, too. And there's a Surefoot New York City, which is near us, and by Killington. Even better, the Surefoot at Killington, considering that's where we usually ski during the season. Yeah. Um, it'll, be, uh, it'll be good to, to get there for me, too. Yeah. So, yeah, that worked out pretty good. And uh, I'm trying to think. So my boots, they had to blow out the ankle. On both of my boots because I have been getting pain on the ankle on my old boots because they really needed. I got a very, very pronounced ankle. Okay. So they blew these out right away uh, before they do the injection. So uh, they felt great. So hopefully when I start using them, they'll uh, fit right in. Yeah, I had the same thing too. I have a uh, high arches and a they kind of thicker ankle. So they had to bang out both of them, and then when 
they did the, uh, the mold, they actually gave me some padding to like, stuck onto the insides of my feet, uh, underneath my sock, so that would give me a little more cushioning as well, a little more extra space. Wow. So they, they really go all out with this, and like I said, they have you know, lifetime adjustments and guaranteed to be the best fit, otherwise they'll fix it or fund your money. So, you know, it was definitely a spendy you know, process, but I feel, I mean, if your boots hurt, if you're in pain, you're going to hate skiing, and that's the dumbest thing ever. Well, I mean, we got a good deal on it, and now, since we're going to be skiing at Killington, we could always go back for adjustments if we need. Yeah. Which is great. We just whatever they need to do. That was, uh, yeah, I wish we would have done it sooner in the, the week we were there, but it was uh, still still a good decision. Yeah, still good. Plus, if we're going to boot pack more, hike more, uh, skiing, uh, the, the walk mode is great. On the oh, yeah. So Big that's going to help out a lot. Because I know just doing all that boot packing like we did those couple days, my old boots, I was just tough getting traction and uh, just getting that, that flex. Yeah. In the boot. It just wasn't happening. So something had to change. Kind of crazy. Um, Alright, then what else, what else after uh, Whistler? So, uh, well, still on the Whistler tip, uh, we had some great restaurants too yeah. for dinners. Um, so the last night we went out, like we went again, we went all out again. <laughs> um, we got dinner at the Fairmont Hotel, the Fairmont Chateau, which is probably one of the nicest hotels in town and awesome steak dinner, uh, amazing scallop pork belly appetizers, uh, and delicious martinis. It was, uh, it was a real nice way to kind of cap off the, uh, you know, our time there and have nice gentleman's dinner. Yeah, it was a good time. It was very good. And then, yeah, we came back and we hung out in Seattle for the last couple of days. Did a little sightseeing. Yeah. So, went to visit some nice... Uh, Haunts of our buddy Nick, who was on the trip, and Liz. Yeah. Uh, kind of hung out in Seattle while we were out skiing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Pike's Place Market, posted some pictures of that. Where else did we go? Um, a couple of dispensaries. Yes, yeah, see what's going on. Recreational uh, dispensaries? Yes. Then we, we just walked around town, went to uh, some pretty cool restaurants. Went to that one place where we got the uh, Huevos Rancheros the first day, before we even went up to Whistler. Oh, that was really good. Uh, yeah. I think it was Citizen. Citizen Barbecue. Citizen, yeah. That's right. It's in like, the Queen Anne District. Uh, yeah, that was really good. Right out, like, only a block or two up 99. That was really good. And then yesterday, we went to the Old Stove Brewery. Yeah. Right about a block or two off Pike Place. And, uh... I think you posted a video of that too, right? Yeah. The canning process. Can so instead of growlers, they have these thirty-two ounce giant cans, and they'll pour it, and then they can it right for you, right there, which is pretty neat. Yeah, it's a totally different process. I've never seen anything like that before. It's almost like when you go to Home Depot and they mix your paint. And they put like a little bit of this in or that in, and they put it on the machine and cap it off. Yep. So yeah, it was, uh, it was really cool. And the beers are very good. Yeah. And they good food. Really good. If you're in Seattle and you like cheese, Beecher's Cheese. It's down by Pike's Place. It is unbelievable. It's like a big thing. The color is like flagship. And it's pretty much like a cheddar. It's like a, it's a cheddar, like a Chicago mix. It's cheddar with something else. 
Yeah, so cheddar. It's like a mild, mildish cheddar, and they do a bunch of different varieties of it. So they have the regular flagship, and they have one with like jerk seasoning. They have one with like pepper. Uh, I bought aged one. Yeah, I bought the four-year-old. It was a four-year-old age. Tastes a little different than the flagship, but it's the flagship age for four years. Yeah. Uh, it was phenomenal, and I got some for for Nick and Liz left it there for them. Yeah. There's also one in New York City too, by Union Square. So there's uh, places to get it on East Coast as well. It's just yeah, so I had a great time. We'll talk a little bit more about it on the next uh, podcast. Yeah, it's kind of just a quick recap to, uh, to give you guys a little something before Christmas hits because it's gonna. You know, this is we're recording this on the night of the twentieth, and I'll probably get it up on the twenty-first. And I don't know if we're gonna have time to record anything before that. So, one, let's let you guys know that we uh, we made it out of Whistler in one piece, and that we uh, had a wonderful time and had some. Some awesome skiing, had a good time in Seattle, and uh, pretty much wrapping up Ski Bum Week. Yeah, very good Ski Bum Week. Jumping right into Christmas. So, yeah, we'll be posting a bunch more stuff the next couple days, uh, other fun stuff on the trip. But we have to catch a flight so we can get back home and get back to being high pollutant ski bums back in Jersey. (laughs) Keep skiing. Keep skiing, yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, you know how to check us out. Skipmypodcast.com. We'll have information on there. The site has been redesigned and launched. Hope you guys saw that. It still needs to be fixed. Uh, again, we're not doing that between uh, Christmas and New Year's. But, uh, yeah, things are things are progressing nicely. The ski season is underway. So we're having a good time. We hope you are as well. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Stay hot, See you. <laughs>